Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Stories About Photos podcast. This is a podcast for landscape photographers who love to hear the stories behind the photograph. You know, these are the stories that we sit around the campfire with our friends and laugh about later. You know those stories of when you saw that epic shot, but then right after you pressed the shutter, you fell into the lake. I'm your host, David Johnston, so sit back and relax as we discover the stories about photos. Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome into the Stories About Photos podcast. I'm your host, David Johnson. Now, have you ever had that experience of you, like, see something amazing, and then right afterwards, you're basically pummeled with something really bad? Well, of course, you've experienced that and felt that. That's just life. Like, that stuff happens where you're having something happen that's really, really good and fills you with joy and excitement. And then right afterwards, maybe you get some bad news or maybe something happens. Like, maybe you just found out that you're having a little girl and on the way home, you find out something that maybe takes a little bit away from that. And that's not really, look, that started really depressing and I'm sorry about that. Let me restart real quick. So this podcast is basically about a story about a photo that was incredible. The whole experience was insane and so memorable But then right afterwards, I have a different memory of how painful and bad it was. So let me just start from the beginning. Obviously, the intro to this podcast wasn't exactly thought out too far in advance, maybe like two minutes ago, something like that. So let's start out. Long story short, my friend Kevin Jordan and I are in Death Valley National Park, and we have this whole itinerary set out before us for like a five-day trip through Death Valley. We're on day four right now of our trip, and basically what we do is we get up and we photograph and some amazing sand dunes for sunrise, and then we drive out to Badwater Basin and we shoot sunset at Badwater Basin. What's really cool about it is, you know those photos of Death Valley where like the ground is cracking and it looks really gnarly and stuff? Well, it for some reason, the week before we got there, they had two inches of rain at Badwater Basin and three inches is their entire yearly average amount. So they got nearly their entire yearly average amount in one week and it flooded Badwater Basin. And it was just miles, what looked like miles, of just standing water over these cracked salt flats. And it was an amazing scene and we photographed a pretty good sunrise, uh, sorry, sunset there that night. And What was interesting is right when we packed up, we were like, we have two options here. We can stay somewhere around here, or we can head out to Ibex Dunes, which is where we were going the next day anyways, even though it's turning dark, it's late, we haven't really eaten anything. So we kind of put our heads together and thought, let's go ahead and go to Ibex Dunes and figure out maybe what we want to do in the morning once we get there. So I don't know if you've ever been to Death Valley National Park. It's huge. It is an enormous park. And going from Badwater Basin to Ibex Dunes is a haul, man. You have to drive 
a long way to get to Ibex Dunes from Badwater Basin. So we just set out. Um, I think Kevin pretty much knows how far it is. I'm pretty much oblivious to this point, as I usually am whenever I go out and take photos. But Kevin knows where we're going. I'm following him, and we're driving out to Badwater Basin. Keep in mind, we're in two rental cars. I'm sorry to the rental car company. I'm not going to say your name here, but I definitely broke my rental car contract by immediately driving off-road in my Nissan Rogue um, that you gave me that had nine miles on it when you gave it to me. I think I returned it with like nearly 8,000 miles. So sorry about that, but you didn't catch me. So again, my bad, but it's all good. So we get out there to Ibex Dunes. We finally get out there and we're like, maybe we should just go to sleep. But before we go to sleep, we take a really long exposure to try to see exactly where the dunes are and maybe how far we are from them from where we're sleeping in our cars. And that's one of the reasons that you may never want to buy a rental car. Number one, you have no idea where they've been. Obviously, I took mine off-road. And how many people have slept in their rental cars? I mean, I definitely did on many occasions. So the stench that it probably had when I returned it was probably pretty epic. But anyways, we take this long exposure, try to see where the dunes are. And we're like, these dunes probably aren't that far off. So let's just try to get some sleep and we'll wake up early in the morning. Well, during my sleep, of course, I roll over on my keys and hit the panic button on my Nissan Rogue. The alarm starts going off. I can't figure out how to get the alarm off and how to go back to sleep after something so jarring and startling like that. Finally, I go back to sleep, but then we wake up probably an hour and a half, two hours later, and we get all our stuff. I know you've been there if you've shot landscapes a lot, if you are like getting all your stuff ready in the dark, trying to figure out what you need. Do you have everything? Where are you going? So we packed our bags, basically took everything we had in our camera bags and headed out in the general direction of where we thought the dunes were. And... I personally thought maybe this might be like a 30 minute walk and it may have been, but it felt to me like it was way longer than that. And these dunes were way further out than we initially anticipated. And of course, walking out in a landscape like that, like we passed people who had been in their tents who looked like they had just come away from a Grateful Dead concert and they, who knows, they may have been in their tent for a week at that point. But we get out there and we are greeted with some pretty interesting light. So we, we start to see the dunes when we get out there. Oh, and I forgot to mention, when we, when we get out there, we're greeted with wildflowers too. And wildflowers in, uh, in Death Valley are very rare on the dunes. They, they happen in a super bloom moment. So we have this opportunity to photograph a wildflower super bloom with dunes, with an amazing sunrise in the morning. And when we're walking up there, we start to see something that makes me a little bit nervous. But we're gonna get to that right after this. First of all, thanks for tuning into this podcast. It, it means a lot to me. And 
most podcasts that you probably listen to have sponsors, and that's great. But we're a new podcast. So basically, this podcast is sponsored by this podcast. And let me say it a little bit differently. Stories About Photos is sponsored by Stories About Photos. But more importantly, it's Stories About Photos community that's sponsoring the podcast. What do I mean by that? Well, the Stories About Photos community exists on a website called Patreon. And what we've done at Stories About Photos is set up a Patreon page so that the listeners can become patrons of the podcast. Now, patrons have the opportunity to support the podcast monthly for $5. I mean, that's really, really cheap if you think about a monthly cost. And you have the opportunity as a patron to come on the podcast and share your own story about photos, promote your business, tell people about why you're a photographer and what you like to shoot. Basically, it's become a community of photographers. So if you want to support the podcast monthly, go to patreon.com slash stories about photos and become a patron, help support the podcast so we can continue to make quality episodes of stories about photos. And then you have your opportunity to share your own story about photos. But now let's get back to the podcast. All right, so we are just trekking, man. We are walking. We're trying to get to the dunes fast enough to get there before sunrise. And when we finally get there, we realize that sunrise is coming pretty quickly. And I was getting really nervous because the dunes that had appeared in front of us were really big, like way bigger than I thought they were going to be. So we have this pretty significant climb up the dunes before the sunrise happens. And I mean, light's changing right now really, really fast. You know how sunrise happens way quicker than you ever think it's going to. So we get up there and we start trucking up the side of this dune, trying to figure out if we're going to get there, what's our composition going to be like, what are our settings going to be, all this stuff is swirling around in our minds and we finally get up there, I set up like this makeshift composition uh, and, and try to get the right settings, it was way underexposed, but the light that was happening with this sunrise was one of the best sunrise I'd ever, ever seen. I had to pause for a second there just to think about it, like just to envision that sunrise and, and landscape photographers know what I'm talking about here. That sunrise was epic. And if you want to see what that looked like, you can go to Instagram.com and look me up David Johnston photo and see that sunrise. It's my very first post. So scroll to my very first post and you can see that. But we, we like set up, we get this, and we both kind of like look at each other from across the dune because he set up in a different spot. And we're both like, yeah, that, that was pretty sweet. I, I will definitely say that was an amazing experience. But right after that, like the light keeps going and, and we find multiple other compositions, multiple other photographs that we can get varying things like the wildflowers in the foregrounds. I mean, we're in a playground, but the playground is more of like a torture chamber. And here's what I mean. We just enjoyed that beautiful sunrise 
and that memory is still fresh as an enjoyable one but the memory right after that is more of a painful one like the wind started to pick up a little bit and i don't know if you've ever been in some heavy winds in sandy conditions they're not really enjoyable number one you get sand in your eyes number two you're carrying around really expensive camera equipment and sand is just pelting it and lodging itself into all the buttons and and lens caps and your sensor and getting your lens dirty it's really bad when you're trying to change lenses and change stuff around on your camera when there's high winds and sand swirling around you not to mention how much it hurts to get pelted with sand on your skin it's like a thousand little bee stings all at once and we were both in shorts and short sleeves because the walk was so strenuous to get to the top of the dune that we were both just drenched in sweat so we're getting pelted with the sand we're drenched in sweat our lens our lenses and our cameras are just getting destroyed by sand. And it's it's just one of those moments that you look back on and you just laugh because you came out of it with such incredible images. But the, the look back on it and your memory of it, you're just like, what, why, why was I changing lenses in 50 mile an hour sandy, windy conditions it was probably stupid to do at the moment but i am grateful for the photos that we got while we were there and it just goes to show sometimes when you're out shooting landscape photos and and this is really like a lesson to those who haven't been out there in harsh conditions to get the epic shots you have to go through a little bit of pain while you're out there some discomfort maybe think about some of your favorite photographers why are their photos so good well it's probably because they brave the elements to get them you know those rainbow shots with amazing foregrounds well they probably just sat through some pretty intense storms and waited for that storm to pass them to get the rainbow on the back end of it you have to think about photographers spend a lot of time in really cold conditions really windy conditions really wet conditions and then right after those conditions happen we get to look back on the photos that we take and see and enjoy that moment of time but there's also like that bitter memory of what we just experienced along with the photo so that does it for this podcast guys thank you so much for listening i hope and i pray that you will get out in bad conditions to get the best shots possible.